Change is coming in Dove Valley as the Denver Broncos ownership group is putting forth efforts to expand and build on a new team headquarters and new team facility. We talk about the impact. We give you all the details possible on today's brand new installment of Good Morning Broncos. Good morning, Broncos country. Welcome into a brand new, freshly brewed installment of Good Morning Broncos. Hope you have your morning coffee pulled up alongside you as we go about today's episode of the show here on Mile High Sports YouTube page. Just a reminder, Good Morning Broncos, we're here every single weekday, Monday through Friday, 9 o'clock a.m. Mountain Time for all your Denver Broncos conversation, analysis, and more. Mile High Sports is also the home to coverage on the Denver Nuggets, the Colorado Avalanche. So make sure you stay up to date on what's going on with all of Colorado's teams, milehighsports.com for daily written engaging content that you can consume, that you can interact with. You have a chance to get involved in mailbag series for all the sports. If you're more than just a Denver Broncos fan, but you're a Denver Nuggets fan, Ryan Blackburn has you covered with the Pickaxe and Roll podcast here on MHS as well. I'm Cody Rourke, Broncos reporter for MHS. And look, I, you know, this is a very, very interesting week. A little bit of a change up in the schedule here for the Broncos in terms of how they prepare for the week because, you know, playing on Monday night football, your schedule shifts just a little bit, right? So on Tuesday, the Broncos, they held a little bit of a brief practice at the Centura Health Training Center on Tuesday. They're off, obviously, today here on Wednesday, but then tomorrow on Thursday, they'll have practice. Friday, they'll have practice. And then Saturday, they will have practice. And then Sunday, they're going to jet off to Buffalo to take on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills in a tightly contested AFC, which right now really is kind of wide open. I don't really think there's any true separators right now in the NFL. I mean, I saw a conversation going on on Twitter the other day about, is there a real solidified MB, MVP candidate right now in the NFL? And the more I thought about it, I, I don't think that there's any one person right now that's out there just playing at a dominant level. I think maybe Lamar, could Lamar Jackson maybe have the biggest stake in that claim right now? I think it's possible, but this has just been an odd NFL season from that standpoint. I mean, you look at the AFC conference, most teams are separated by within three and a half, four games, and there's still eight games left on the schedule. So, hey, there's a lot of things, a lot of dominoes are going to be falling here in the next eight remaining weeks here as the Broncos look to make a strong push to try to get into the back end of that wild card here, obviously with seven teams in the AFC, seven teams in the NFC side of things vying for a chance at the postseason. The Broncos obviously not getting off to an ideal start, sitting at three and five, but have a chance to go on a run here. And I think we just sit here and look at the beginning part of the season. Denver should have beat the Raiders in week one. They should have beat the Commanders in week number two. And they also should have beaten the New York Jets. And so we're sitting here like Denver should essentially at this point have six wins going into the bye week. But you know what? Woulda, coulda, shoulda. The only thing that's close is, uh, you know, I think horseshoes and hand grenades. And, and I think that's the right saying. Maybe I butchered it. I don't know if I did. Let me know in the comment section there. But anyways, uh, you know, the Broncos were back on the practice field yesterday at the Centura Health Training Center. And one thing that Sean Payton told us earlier on in the week, on Monday, he said, I'm sitting here looking at my notepad. Going to have to find ways to get Marvin Mims the football a little bit more. I even said he's got to find ways to get Jaleel McLaughlin the ball a little bit more because of his explosive nature. But it seems that Denver and for Sean Payton having this week off during the bye week now I think is able to see a little bit more, right? Because you don't, you're not constantly in the mode. Like when you have a bye week, here's the great thing about being a coach. You don't have to go from week to week, right? After your game ends on Sunday, 
you have to go through it on Monday, process the game film and whatnot. But then you have to jump into Tuesday or like late Monday night. You have to jump into game prep for your next opponent. Denver didn't have to do that. So for Sean Payton, he's got all of his cut-ups. He spent time watching over the off week. And I think that maybe now I'm curious to see how big of an understanding he's got on, okay, hey, this is our vision as a team. This is our vision on offense. He obviously has acknowledged the growth that the defense has made since their first five-week stretch, which was historically disappointing. But Denver back on the practice field. It was a really laid back kind of session. Like I said, we were able to see team stretch. We were able to see individual period here, but it just looked like guys were ready to rock and roll. And I think that's also another thing. Like Hagai Chisholm in Dubuisi, the, the Broncos international pathway player who had hand surgery just about six, seven weeks ago. He was even back at practice getting into the mix there with the Broncos defensive line there. So, you know, I think a lot of interesting developments there. Obviously, no Kareem Jackson still. He still has one more game that he'll be serving a suspension for. He'll miss the Buffalo Bills game. So P.J. Locke, as expected, will be the starter next to Justin Simmons once again. But the Broncos defense has a lot of confidence right now. I'm very, very eager to see what they decide to come out with against a tough Buffalo Bills offense. And look, not only can Josh Allen hurt you with his arm, he can hurt you with his legs in the run game as well. So you have to make sure you keep edge discipline, which I think that since Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper, and even Baron Browning have been back in the mix here at edge rusher, I think Denver's edge contain has actually been pretty dang solid as of late. So we'll see if they can build on that there. Uh, more importantly, they have receiving weapons galore and, and Gabriel Davis, obviously Stephon Diggs. Dalton Kincaid has emerged into a very nice target here for Josh Allen. And then they have James Cook at the running back spot, who's very, very talented, very explosive. He's the brother of Dalvin. So, yeah, I mean, that's the emphasis so far. And obviously, Denver's going to go about that process the rest of the week, Wednesday and off day. There'll be some treatment stuff that players are going to be getting there. But Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they'll be back on the practice. So what have you covered here on Good Morning Broncos? But I think another thing that we should maybe take a look at is, you know, what are some of the goals that this team has going forth, I would say, into this second half stretch. And I think a lot of it on the offensive side of the ball, I was talking to a couple of other reporters there that, that cover the team on Tuesday. And I was asking, I said, you know, hey, do you think, like, you know, I wanted to get a consensus opinion. So do you think the Broncos will score more offensive touchdowns in the second half than they did in the first half? And the widespread consensus was yes. And I think there is some momentum building toward that. And I think a lot of it depends on what do we see? Like Sean Payton in the first half of the season, some of his – formations that he's created some of the scheme designs that he's created to me when you watch it back on the all 22 tape you're like okay why are you coming out in this and then you see them run a couple of plays and you're like oh okay you're running this but i can see what you're looking to set up now for me i think that's what i'm most curious about what i'm excited about being able to see here from Sean Payton going forward. So I think that's something we'll have to keep an eye on here. So with that, you're not going to get an official practice report here from the Broncos following Tuesday's practice because it really wasn't an official practice to open up the week. It was more of a, hey, let's get back into it. We've got a lot we got to get going here this week here. So obviously, we'll have you covered here. Good morning, Broncos. But one thing we are going to talk about, the Broncos announced something big. The Walton Penner family ownership group getting involved in a massive way, and it's going to impact the way that you see the Broncos and their team headquarters in the next three seasons. We'll get into all that on this morning's brand new installment of Good Morning Broncos. Real quick, let me tell you about the sponsor of today's episode show. It's our friends over there at Superbook Sports. Win a trip to the biggest football game of the year, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Superbook will fly you and a friend to Las Vegas for February's championship game, and they will give you two tickets to the game plus a three-night hotel stay. All you have to do is place a $25 same-game parlay between now and January 7th, and you're automatically entered to win. 
So wager and win a super trip to Las Vegas, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit SuperbookSports.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Nuggets fans. Ryan Blackburn here, host of the Pickaxe and Roll podcast on Mile High Sports. We've got the best Denver Nuggets coverage around, so make sure not to miss an episode and subscribe down below to the Mile High Sports YouTube channel. Nuggets off to a great start. Make sure not to miss a thing on Mile High Sports. One thing that the Broncos announced on Tuesday was some big news coming out of Dove Valley as they announced plans to add and build on a new team headquarters and training facility at the Centura Health Training Center. That led to a lot of questions from Broncos fans about training camp, about what are the new changes. We'll dive deeper into that. But first, let's take a look at my report that I did yesterday in Dove Valley with some images of the new outlook of what it'll look like here for the Broncos' new team headquarters and team training facility. We'll give you all the details after that. This week, the Denver Broncos will prepare for the Buffalo Bills, but there's some big news. You see this building right behind me? Things in just about three years' time are going to look significantly different as the Broncos have announced today that they plan on building a new team headquarters and training facility that will be up and running by 2026. I'm Cody Rourke, Broncos reporter for Mile High Sports, and one of the biggest things we'll see is a 30% increase size from the Broncos here in Dove Valley onto a new training facility and team headquarters, expanding to about 320,000 square feet on a 26 acre campus now more importantly the idea behind everything is to increase player efficiency less travel in between building spaces and expanded meeting rooms and also easy access to the weight room and more player space inside the locker room production on this will begin in the spring here and it will take three years for the Broncos to get it to where it needs to be. But the Walton Penner Family Ownership Group are investing $175,000 of their own money to make this happen to build the Centura Health Training Center into a state-of-the-art training facility. Obviously some exciting news and I think that was the biggest thing everyone was wondering. Are they going to build it somewhere else? No, they're building onto it. I think the details of this are very exciting. So let me dive a little bit deeper into that. So beginning this spring, construction will officially begin on a brand new team headquarters and training facility. They're going to be building on the already pre-existing land that the team owns at the Centura Training Center here. But uh, obviously Broncos CEO and owner Greg Penner, he said this. He said, our vision is to create a new home for the Denver Broncos that reflects our values of winning and teamwork with a modern Colorado design. He said, while we considered several options to modify our current facility, we decided to do this the right way by building a new player-centered headquarters with an efficient layout in the latest amenities. Having both our football and business operations on the same campus will foster a championship environment in the pursuit of our goals on and off the field. So you may wonder what that means. What, what about the football operations, the business operations? Much of the business operations for the Denver Broncos, everybody's office is located over there at Empower Field at Mile High, while football operations, they're on campus here in Dove Valley. So you have a lot of different staff that have very important jobs in between both the football and business side. They have to cross-mingle between going back and forth between Empower and obviously Dove Valley. This new team headquarters, this new team facility will allow the Broncos, will allow all those employees to be under one campus on a new three-story setting. First story, you're going to have all your basic amenities. You're going to have, obviously, the player locker room, meeting rooms, training facility. Second floor is always going to be invested here for football operations, while the third floor is expected to conduct and consist of everybody on the business operations side of what the Denver Broncos 
are achieving here. But I think another thing we have to take a look at, upgrades and additions to the new training facility. They'll increase the overall size and capacity of it by nearly 30% than what it already is. It's expected, as I mentioned, to be three stories, 205,000 square feet. But overall, between the Broncos team headquarters and everything else, it's expected to spend more than 320,000 square feet on a 26-acre campus. Now, it's already 115,000 square feet right now. So that's a massive jump up to 300,000 square feet. Damani Leach, Broncos team president, said that this is a transformative time for the Denver Broncos led by the Walton Penner family ownership group that has demonstrated a deep and impactful commitment to investing into world-class facilities. If they're going to do this, I think maybe in the next 10 years, yeah, we could absolutely see a brand new stadium being invested or built upon here for the Broncos going forward. I'd have to throw that out there, but Damani continued by saying we're thrilled to share our plans for a new team headquarters in Broncos country, bringing together our organization and contributing to a positive culture that supports the number one goal of winning the com combination of layout, collaborative spaces, flexibility, and size will place the Broncos' new training facility among the very best in all of sports. And also the new design. I mean, what they said, the idea behind it is enhanced. It is aimed at enhancing player health and performance and will create enough space to add a multitude of employees whose day-to-day -day offices currently reside in other places. But more importantly, on the player enhancement side of things, right now in the current training facility, players have their locker room. And then they'll have to walk all the way out and they have to walk all the way around just to be able to get to the facility. So reducing the walkway, having everything connected in a sense, makes it easier, less travel on foot for the players. And more importantly, I think it just gives them a bigger space overall. The Broncos locker room, you know, for 53 guys, okay, it works out pretty well. But when you have training camp and there's 90 players in there, that is very tough to kind of jam pack and get everything going. Uh, it's a lot of shoulder to shoulder stuff. Now I've made a great analogy here. When a player is sitting out their locker room, when we get open locker room access and you're going to interview a player and there's a scrum of media reporters surrounding one player, well, that player's locker is right next to somebody else's. But if we're all sitting there, that other player right next to him can't get to their locker because you have all these reporters asking questions, right? I know it is inconvenient, but the Walton Penner family ownership group really took to heart and really invested in so much like the Broncos in the offseason. The NFLPA did a report card where they surveyed players about the locker room, the environment, the training facility, nutrition, like various different things. And the Walton Penner family ownership group took that and they want to improve that in every aspect because last year was their first year on the job. So one of the bigger complaints was that there just wasn't enough space and size inside the Broncos locker room. That itself is also being expanded by nearly 21,000 square feet between player locker rooms, meeting spaces, and a sports performance center and area. So that's going to expand there. There will be more space inside the locker room. It'll be truly a state-of-the-art facility in Dove Valley. So a lot of exciting things in store here. Broncos country construction set to begin in the spring. It is expected to be ready for the 2026 NFL season training camp will still be ongoing. The team announced there's not going to change anything with that. The berm, to my knowledge, is where it's at, where you're all used to sitting. That berm is going to move on the other side, and there's going to be a little bit more cover from the sun, some shade there, and then there's going to be some bleachers built in. But I think the addition of having three football fields will be really cool. But on top of that, I think the overall fan experience, player experience, I think overall in the next three years, two and a half years, depending on how long it takes, with the expectation of 2026, it's going to be very, very cool to see. I'm excited to be able to tour that here in the next couple of years here. But Broncos country, appreciate you for rocking with us here on today's brand new installment of Good Morning Broncos. We appreciate you so much. Make sure you check out our good friend Kim Becker, her daily 
at Mile High Sports. We'll see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of Good Morning Broncos. What's up, guys? Kim Becker here with Mile High Sports. Make sure you guys are following us on social media so that you never miss a Mile High Sports daily. Monday through Friday morning, we'll post a video hosted by me catching you up on everything you need to know when it comes to sports right here in the Mile High State. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we're there, and we've got you covered for everything Colorado sports.